AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. We tend to think of Antarctica as being a giant, frozen, empty wasteland. If that's the impression you personally have of the continent at the south end of our planet, well done. It is indeed just as huge, frozen, and full of a whole lot of nothing as you think it is. That said, as with all deserts, people do live and work there. In the case of the southernmost continent, the humans there mostly comprise polar researchers trying to figure out what Antarctica's deal is, and the drivers, mechanics, cooks, pilots, and electricians who support them and keep the research stations running. So what's it like living and working on the most remote place on the planet? There are a few different ways to live and work in Antarctica. The continent is home to 75 individual research stations, and they're run by 30 countries. Of these science bases, 45 are actively operating year-round, although most are accessible for only a three-month window every year due to weather conditions. Researchers first have their stuff shipped to a base, like the U.S. McMurdo Station on Ross Island, which they use as a staging area for their field expedition. 
McMurdo Station was officially established in 1952 and can support more than 1,200 residents at a time. Once team members are ready for the field, they're taken with all of their stuff in a plane and dropped off. Some researchers work on ships, but not all ships are research vessels. During the austral summer, cruise ships regularly depart from Argentina and travel to the tip of the Antarctic Peninsula, which is considered the banana belt of Antarctica. It's much warmer than the rest of the continent and is where virtually all the wildlife hangs out. However, for such a largely lonely place, you're rarely alone there. Pretty much everybody on Antarctica lives in cramped quarters, either in tents or in dormitories or on ships. We spoke via email with Dr. Narita Wilson, an invertebrate marine molecular biologist at the Western Australian Museum. She said, It's tough not getting any alone time for many weeks at a time. I've always been based on ships, where the work hours are long and the sleeping quarters are close, often four in a very small bunk room. Being alone requires A, having the time, and B, having a place to go. Because of safety, you can't always roam the decks of the ship alone, so mostly you are in company. The research stations themselves are kind of like small towns, but only kind of. Very few people overwinter there, and the continent has no indigenous population, so nobody was born there, there are no children around, and nobody has much of a history there. We also spoke with Dr. Jenny Baseman, a polar researcher and the executive director of the Scientific Committee on Antarctic Research. She said, an Antarctic research station is like a remote mining town, but because it's nobody's permanent home, it's everybody's home. Everybody's very friendly and helpful. Everyone feels excited and fortunate to be there. Because there's 24-hour daylight during the austral summer, the temporary residents work a lot, but in their free time, they hang out at the bar or the coffee shop, go to a movie, or play trivia. Sadly, the bowling alley that the U.S. Navy built at McMurdo in the 1960s closed in 2009. However, there are absolutely challenges to living and working normally. For example, the weather can, and I quote, turn to milk in five minutes. One Dr. David Dalmayer, professor emeritus in the University of Georgia's geology department, spent 20 years as a naturalist on small Antarctic cruise ships. He also spent a few field seasons out on the ice, studying the geology of the area. He remembered, My first day in the field, we got dropped off 600 miles inland from McMurdo. We watched the plane turn into a little speck in the distance, and we started to our field site. Pretty soon, the wind came up, a thick fog developed, and all of a sudden, I realized we were walking over our own tracks. We were walking in circles. We shut it down, put up the emergency tents, and we sat there for two and a half days. I'd say the wind was easily 50 knots. And making it even more difficult, out on the ice, it's tough to judge distances. Delmayer said, you look at something and you think, oh, that's maybe four miles away. Eight hours later, you're only halfway there. There's no reference for distance out there. All of this is part of why scientists who arrive in Antarctica must undergo survival training. Survival schools teach them skills like how to build shelters out of ice and snow. Perhaps most strangely, though, there are no smells there. With the exception of the other humans you're almost constantly around, almost nothing on Antarctica smells. Throughout most of the continent, there are no plants or animals to stink up the place. Baseman said, 
When you're coming back on the plane from McMurdo to New Zealand, about three quarters of the way back, you can start smelling plants. Your sense of smell is so desensitized that the smell of pollen in the air just washes over you. It's incredible. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other cool topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.